Welcome to Five O'Clock Leadership, everybody, with Brad and Rob. Rob and I live and breathe leadership. We coach leaders, we work with leaders, we aspire to be leaders, we're students of leadership. This is an opportunity for you to tap into our work with leaders. Welcome leaders to the Five O'Clock Leadership Podcast. Today, we're talking about the second of the three triads of the Enneagram. But as we did in our first podcast, we're first gonna give a little overview of those three triads. So what are the triads again, Rob? Yeah, so we're taking the nine types of the Enneagram, which we'll get to later, and we're divided it into in these three groups of three. We we call these the gut, the heart, and the head triads. Yeah, and like we did last time in the last podcast, give us a, a brief overview of each. Yeah, the simplest way to to think of this is, uh, and it's it should be fairly intuitive, is how each of the three processes life, processes leadership decisions, processes relationships, from all that we take in, uh, what we, how we process that. And uh, the gut types we talked about operate off of gut instinct. They just, they just kind of know it. They know if it's right or wrong, good or bad. Heart types process through their feelings um, although we we talked about, we'll get into this a little bit more, that it's often not their feelings, but it's through feelings. It's it's the feelings of others. And head types, again, this is fairly intuitive, process logically or intellectually. Yeah, and I just encourage everybody to read chapter eight, at least uh, in terms of what we're talking about here and lead like you were meant to. Rob's book on making the switch from autopilot to intentional Chapter eight really talks about a default dimension, but also points to that default triad or a potentially uh, a potential default triad in the Enneagram. Yeah, the default dimension relates to the four dimensions I talk about in the book, uh, physical, intellectual, emotional, and spiritual. And that eases very nicely into the framework of the Enneagram of the the gut the heart and the head it's those outer three dimensions i'm referring to the book now we refer to the physical intellectual and emotional as the outer parts of ourselves that make up our personality that others see and what we've discovered is that while we all have a head heart and a gut we tend to use one of these more than the others and that's why it can be helpful to understand these triads and understand which one you spend the most time in. Yeah, right. And today we're going to dig a little deeper into the heart triad. But first, like any normal head type, Rob, (laughs) want to be careful. (laughs) Give us some of the cautions, the caveats. Yeah. So we do keep giving caveats here because the Enneagram is so widespread and it's becoming so popular and and everyone is is all of a sudden an expert on it. And we want to just keep reminding our listeners the way we use the Enneagram. Marta actually directed me to a podcast uh, that she and I listened to this past weekend where someone was absolutely very negative on the Enneagram, very considering it very dangerous and 
and and all this sort of thing and and it can be right it can be it can be um the the key here was that this person was addressing those who promote the enneagram for its spirituality or its mysticism and definitely for probably a good number of people out there it can actually become another form of religion uh, that's not what it is for you and me, Brad, and it is certainly not the way we bring it up in the context of our work with leaders. Uh, we don't endorse that, and we we don't practice that. Uh, and what happens when we start using something as kind of a religion is we start using it to identify ourselves. And the danger with the Enneagram uh, is it actually can provide shorthand where people can start saying, oh, you're a one or you're a five. So that means this about you and starting to define one another through that. And frankly, in our opinion, that's kind of malpractice. So the key caveat here is you, we don't want to turn the Enneagram into a religion. Uh, as another good friend of mine said early on when I was studying the Enneagram, Rob, remember, it's not the Bible. The Enneagram properly used is a tool for self-awareness, not for self-definition. And so let's keep that distinction that it can help us better understand ourselves, but it does not define who we are. Absolutely, Rob. Uh, the Enneagram is a tool. It's a tool that, that helps us uh, be more aware, but Again, it's not a tool that defines us. And the reality is, is that we could have two people with very similar personality types in the Enneagram who are still so incredibly different. But now that we have the cautions, help us understand more about the heart types. How do heart types lead? Yeah, the heart types, when we get to the, the detail on the Enneagram, these are twos, threes, and fours. And each of them is very distinct from one another and distinct from the other six types, but they share some things in common. For starters, one of their big goals in life, whether they realize it or it's more in their subconscious, but one of their big goals in life is building connection with others, connecting with other people. In fact, the heart types more than, than the other uh, six types or the other two triads really seek to find a lot of their identity through connecting with others. They're basically, uh, I would call this group performers. They are performing for other people, whether that's through acts of service, that whether it's through accomplishing things, whether it's through creating great art, and they are looking for that feedback loop from other people to tell them that we like you, we like what you do, uh, we accept you. When they're looking to have this connection with others and get the feedback loop from others that uh, their performance is, is pleasing and acceptable, they process that, we've talked about this already, Brad, they process that through feelings or through emotions. The irony here, though, is um, if, if heart types are not careful, they're actually not processing it through their own emotions, but simply by tuning into the emotions of others. Are they happy with me? Are they upset with me? Heart types can be so tuned into the emotions of others 
that they actually cannot sense their own emotions. And Brad, you and I have coached leaders who, after we've walked them through the process and they better understand emotions, they literally come to this place of saying, I don't, I don't feel much. And, and that can be a very real place uh, for people. And, and there can be a, a number of contributors to that, but some of it can just be what I felt when I was growing up hurt so badly, I decided I never wanted to feel again. Uh, or uh, heart types, this moves on to the next aspect of them. The chief emotion that's most common for them is shame. Well, who wants to feel shame? Uh, and so heart types, so that they don't feel shame, can just try to not feel anything, and they can be kind of closed off to their emotions. So that's, that's one of the built-in ironies uh, of this group, uh, that while they process through feelings, uh, if they're not careful, those are simply through the feelings of other people. Last thing to, to just talk about here, uh, as, a, as a group of their primary motivators, the things that, that drive them, as we talked about before, they care about looking good to others. Uh, they care about being accepted and loved. Now, in a business setting or in a leadership context, we might not think about that, but down underneath, whatever setting we're in, we want to be loved. We want to be accepted. And so leaders don't tune that out just because you think you're in the, the business world and it doesn't apply. Uh, another aspect of it is they want to be appreciated for all that they do because a lot of times they are doing for other people and they want to, again, get that feedback loop that others appreciate it. One other aspect of this is uh, distinct from the other triads is, is some members in this triad want to be considered special and want to stand out. And so when you think of uh, some of the great artists among us, those that are very creative types, um, they they want to stand out for just being exceptional in their field. And that's definitely in this heart triad. As you mentioned before, you and I work with a lot of heart types. And one of the realities is heart types, they, they seek their value and their validation in others, right? That's right. You know, and so how does that show up in the business world? It shows up by being the hardest worker or going the extra mile in ways in which they may lose balance, but they're doing all of that to, because if they don't have that, then they may be invalidated or, or proved invaluable or not valuable. Yeah, definitely. Um, this, this group is constantly on a quest to be sure that, that they are appreciated and valued by others. And you might say we're all kind of that way. Yes, we all have an element of that to us. This is a driving force for this group of, do you like me? Do you accept me? Do you appreciate me? Or do you admire me? And when you think about heart types, Rob, what would you encourage them to be more aware of in their leadership? Well, we've, we closed out the gut types by just giving some signals for some things to be on the lookout for. And if you think you might be in this group, if any of, 
of what I've described prior to this, you feel like applies to you, you might want to watch out for these two sides of great strength and great weakness that characterize uh, heart types. Here's a few examples for if you think you might be in this triad to keep on the lookout for. Uh, on the one hand, heart types can be very open to everyone's input. On the other hand, they can be very indecisive because they can't decide what they want to do. Another, uh, another example is uh, this group is highly relational, uh, easily connect with other people. But a shadow side to that is they tend to avoid conflict or difficult conversations. So think about that, leaders, where you might avoid conflict. Another example, they are great at inspiring others, motivating others, but they can get trapped in their own image that is so inspirational. And the last example I would have is that this group can be highly adaptable, very adaptable to whoever their audience is, but through being so adaptable and so flexible, it can leave others unsure of who is the real you? Who are you really? Leaders, as you consider the heart triad, is this a triad that resonates for you? Can you identify with this triad? Or maybe you identify a little bit more with the gut triad, like we talked about in our first podcast. Keep listening, and our next podcast is going to be on the head triad. And maybe that's one that you'll identify more with than the other two. Stay tuned for our coaching question of the day. Could you and your team benefit from better understanding the hidden drivers that influence your leadership and decision-making? Would you like to know more about how to increase your strengths while reducing those self-sabotaging thoughts, feelings, and behaviors that keep you from being your best? Using the Enneagram and a variety of other tools, at McKinnon Leadership Group, we are experts at helping leaders know themselves better so they can lead themselves and others better. Whether through in-depth individual coaching engagements or cost-effective team workshops, we offer proven programs that help leaders make lasting change. Contact us today for a conversation on how we can help you be an even more effective leader. Use the contact form at our website, mckinnonleadershipgroup.com. Reach out today. We love talking leadership with leaders. And now back to five o'clock leadership. Leaders, our coaching question of the day is this. Because heart types tend to be more in tune with what others want them to be and what others want from them, consider this as you work with your team and on your dealings today. What do you want? Again, you can be really good at giving others what they want. How clear are you? on what you want. Thanks for listening today.